I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi there. I'm Ethan Palmer of The Lore Boys. Thanks for listening. With Halloween coming, we decided to do a couple of extra special spooky episodes for you guys. But we wanted to give you the heads up that this episode contains pretty graphic descriptions of violence. If that's not your thing, uh, we'll be back to normal in just a few weeks. If that is your thing, then enjoy. The Horror Boys here. My name's James Miller, and I am joined with... Ethan Palmer. And... Peter O'Donohue. Or should I say, Ethan the Dead Man. That's my, tw- that's my Twitter handle. Wow. Well, uh, I'm Peter Bones Donahue. Rattle, <laughs> rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> I'm just James Miller, and my life's a horror already. But it's the <laughs> apostrophe O. For yeah. Bones Responsibility is scary enough. Thank you very much. No skeletons <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a lot of podcasts in the last few years, boys. And sometimes it feels like we cover the same topics and jokes over and over again. Almost like we're walking in an L-shaped corridor over and over, and each time we just enter another L-shaped corridor, and it happens over and over again. Like the love tunnel. (laughs) Does this give you enough clues to which horror game we're covering today? Is it PT? It sure is. Uh, I was going to guess the love tunnel, the video game. No. In PT, there is one photo that is a tunnel, upside down, and photo negative. And you don't know what it is by looking at it. But the the fans figured out it's a tunnel, so maybe that's a love tunnel. Oh, there you go. I think, I, I think it is. Every tunnel, every tunnel is a love tunnel if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the corporate business tunnel that led Konami to fire everybody on staff for that game and cancel it. That did happen. So to set the scene, uh, I'll read a transcript of one of the first radio messages that you hear in PT. Uh, It's kind of a longer quote, but it's important because this radio message gives us a lot of clues. Um, Can I I just ask a question before we start? What's PT? Okay, so PT is short for Playable Teaser. Oh. And it's um, a first-person psychological horror game uh, developed by Kojima Productions. Okay. And it was under the pseudonym 7780's Studio. Okay. Uh, and it's published by Konami. It's uh, directed and designed by Hideo Kojima in collaboration with the film director, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Guillermo del Toro is so fucking talented, but absolutely cursed. Like, I think he makes horror movies because he has run afoul of an actual demon. That man (laughs) has more fantastic, complete failures than anybody I can think of. He has a bunch of unmade Lovecraft movies, he made Pacific Rim that no one on Earth went to see, and they made a shitty sequel. I mean, the sh- didn't The Shape of Water win the Oscar? It was at least in the running. Yeah. I mean, I mean is an Oscar, like, a- like one Oscar <laughs> and a million dead projects isn't really, <laughs> like, publicly dead projects isn't exactly like, oh, yeah, thank God the Academy cares about me. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
I know yeah, my he, company in some weird way did some of the sound work for Pacific Rim, and I don't know how. Nice. <laughs> yeah. so PT though, it's like it's a demo that was on PS4, and it was a free download on the in 2014 on the PlayStation Network. Okay. And it's meant to be an interactive teaser for the game Silent Hills with an S that never okay. ended up coming out. It got canceled. I see. Okay. And we yeah. talked about Silent Hill before, haven't we? Peter yeah, talked it was about one it. of our spooktaculars from a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Peter yeah. Peter set the whole scene by comparing it to Kindergarten Cop, I think. That's right. And yeah. not, neither me or Jamie knew the illusion, so he was just like making all these references <laughs> that neither of us got the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, in, in Silent Hill, like Peter mentioned before, there's a lot of uh, clues to Kindergarten Cop, and there's like parallels to it yeah. In, yeah. in Silent Hill. But this one is, is meant to be a short um, demo that was supposed to be for Silent Hills, but it was canceled. And after that, this was canceled, the demo was actually removed from the PlayStation Store, and you couldn't download it anymore. So if you okay. had, it, it was loved by anyone who likes horror. They love this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you had a PlayStation that had this on the hard drive, your PlayStation like resale value is triple. You can sell it more than a new PlayStation because you can't download it anywhere. Wow. Yeah, it was Scalper's Paradise. It was wild. I remember hearing it like they were selling PS4s with PT installed for thousands of dollars. That's crazy. The stipulation yeah. was you just couldn't plug it into the internet because PSN would just be like, hey, that's all that a You're not allowed to have that free thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That free thing People... we gave you and said you could download, you were never allowed to download it. It was a test and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Very disappointed in you. Charlie Charlie gives his PS4 back to Willy Wonka. He's just like, oh, you learned your lesson. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Silent yeah. Hill, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Get in my glass elevator. Why is he yeah. filling with blood? Yeah, just drowns him in blood. Uh, so the hardcore fans have since found less than intended ways to get copies of the game, so you can find it on the internet now. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but that's... Not us, because we're we're the the law boys. We follow the law. That's what we're called, yes. the law boys. I, yeah. I do I do love the idea that somebody spent thousands of dollars on a PlayStation, like a, a secondhand PlayStation, to play this demo. When you had to know, eventually pirates would crack it, and you'd be able to just use your own PlayStation for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so anyways, that's kind of what the game is. And to set the scene, I'll read. Um, there's a radio in this hallway that you go through. And the, the, the premise of the game is you follow the same hallway over and over again. And every time you enter the hallway, it's just a little bit different. Okay. And you have to complete uh, an, either an event or a puzzle to unlock the next version of the hallway. That's how I knew what you were talking about. Because I, I, yeah. I just uh, behind the scenes, he didn't tell us what we were doing today. But the all the turns, I was like, oh, yeah, because I've watched uh, parts of it, at least. And I know it's, it is just like a circular house it's just a hallway that just goes around like a regular yeah. home it's an l-shape i'm gonna get into more of that but first okay. just to set the scene of of what happened here or maybe what sets the scene of of the whole game um i'll uh read a, it's kind of a long radio message but it's really important so okay. i'm gonna norman read us so some information <laughs> <laughs> as a congress as a congressional debate over gun control flares up yet again we regret to report the murder of a wife and her two children by their husband and father. The father purchased the rifle used in the crime at a local gun store two days earlier. This brutal killing took place while the family was gathered at home on a Sunday afternoon. The day of the crime, the father went to the trunk of his car, retrieved the rifle, and shot his wife as she was cleaning the kitchen after lunch. 
When his 10-year-old son came to investigate the commotion, the father shot him too. His six-year-old daughter had the good sense to hide in the bathroom, but reports suggested he lured her out by telling her it was just a game. The girl was found shot once in the chest from point-blank range. The mother, who was shot in the stomach, was pregnant at the time. Police arriving on scene after neighbors called 911 found the father in his car listening to the radio. Several days before the murders, neighbors heard the father repeating a sequence of numbers in a loud voice. They said it was like he was chanting some strange spell. There was another family shot to death in the same state last month and in December of last year. The man used a rifle and meat cleaver to murder his entire family. In each case, the perpetrators were fathers. State police say the string of domestic homicides appear unrelated, although it could be part of a larger trend, such as employment, childcare, and other social issues facing the average family. Yet unconfirmed reports suggest that these fathers may have also been brothers or sons, but no evidence has yet been discovered in regard to their relations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a few important things. It's the mother was pregnant at the time. Um, the radio had an effect on him. He was listening to the radio after killing his entire family. He was repeating numbers that he heard. Um, and he's not the only one to have done this. So it, it's not the brightest thing to, to listen about, but those are the clues that we need to know moving forward. So okay. I, I didn't know what PT was, but I've heard that quote before. Uh, it's in a song uh, by a band that I, that I really like. Um, I think it's Guided by the Moon by Knocked Loose. And it's like, it's like the outro to the track plays like the first bit of it where he talks it goes up to where he talks about uh, luring his daughter out and then the neighbors find him in the car uh, oh no way and i've always skipped it because i thought it was like a real report i was like that's just too morbid so now like i feel kind of relieved that every time i heard it it's like oh it's just from a video babe uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. so i uh, i jamie pulled up the clip for us and yeah knocked loose did sample pt uh, yeah, for yeah. their song yeah right. nice. jamie yeah. was reading it i was like oh i have heard this before the girl's okay. gonna be hiding in the bathroom and he's gonna lure her out like oh no yeah it's it's really morbid but it didn't actually happen so knock loose fans you can rest easy <laughs> also also one other thing um and i don't know if you're gonna get into this but the the fact that it was the uh pregnant woman is a yeah. really big thing with uh charles manson he uh like the huh. the pe- one of the penultimate slayings of his group before uh he was tried and they all went to jail was of a a pregnant woman whose name i'm not gonna remember but it was um it was the new the latest tarantino film once upon a time in hollywood is like actually the story of like partially the story of charles manson i think i haven't actually seen the movie but that's what i understand and it's the the slaying of that woman i think sharon i I watched the yeah, I watched like 40-minute conspiracy videos on PT this morning, and I, I didn't hear Charles Manson brought up, but that's that's interesting for sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so uh, PT, we kind of know what it is. Um, it was a demo. If it was on your PlayStation, it was worth a lot more. You can't actually download the official game now, but you can find it if, you, if push comes to shove. And... Uh, the gameplay is first person instead of third person. The Silent Hills usually is over the shoulder, and this was new, where you have you're an unknown protagonist controlled by the player who awakens in a haunted suburban house, uh, and you're sent for quite the ride. This is a worse kind of house, suburban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, wasps. Yeah. yeah. Was that a cheese platter? Oh god. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, those baseboards are beautiful. Uh, the the man in the asylum it's like we have to keep him in a straitjacket because he's been painting baseboards on the walls in his own blood (laughs) (laughs) Uh, bless you i got another one 
Bless you. Excuse me. Aww. I tried to I tried to mute, but I couldn't get there in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you start off the game in a single stone room with tally marks on the walls and nothing but a table behind you and a door in front of you. Um, and this door is opened by a ghost who you'll later meet. Uh, and the spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do love meeting ghosts, I will say. Yeah. I'm going to spoil this whole game, so don't, don't worry about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you go in an L shape. You can't actually play the game, so I'll, I'll make it so you can play it through the lore, boys. <laughs> it's an L-shaped corridor, so you come out and you're on the short part of the L, and then you turn right to the long part of the L. And what font is this L in? Like, what's the exact? <laughs> I, it's a, a regular old L. It's a right oh, angle. Comic Sans? Does it have the Times New Roman little thorn at the end of it or whatever? <laughs> oh, is it like a fancy cursive L, which can sometimes be confused for a Q? Or an ampersand? Uh, you guys are thinking too hard. It's just a L shaped normal L, like straight right angle left. I, I mean, a lot of right. things, but think hard is not one of them. <laughs> kind of, kind of like a square seven is what you're saying. Like a square seven, exactly. With a digital seven. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But it's not. It's not like if you made a a square, you couldn't make a square out of it with two of them. It would make a rectangle. No, sorry, I mean squared like a a right angle seven. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Now I understand. So you go, you leave the room that you start in, you go down a short hallway, there's going to be uh, a table with some like pictures of a husband and a wife, and then you turn right, and there's going to be another hallway with a bathroom on one side, and stairs going down to a door. And when you go through that stairs going down to the door, you end up in the first room that you're in, and you consistently just are stuck in this L. Is it a complete Okay, loop. I would like to go backwards, please. You said I was playing the video game, so I would like yeah. to go backwards, please. If you go backwards, you can go into that stone room with all the tally marks on it, but there's no way to go back into the old loop. You can only move forward. Okay, okay. So we are at a beginning. Okay. Yes. Uh, and On the first actually, day, God said, let there be a stone room with tally marks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like an, it's like an L, which is like a seven that I did yesterday. So just for yeah. reference for the rest of the angels. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole game's a loop, and the it ha- the L shape that repeats over and over again, it does two things. Uh, one, like Ethan already kind of figured out, you can't go backwards, so it doesn't quite make spatial sense that you would travel an L and then start back at the beginning of an L. So it sends it adds some unease to the game. Other games like Amnesia do this too, where they have a room where you can turn left more than four times or something like that. So the space shouldn't exist there, but it does exist there. And even though you might not notice it consciously, unconsciously, since the space doesn't make sense, it puts you in a sense of unease. Cool. Something supernatural yeah. is afoot is what yeah. you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's not just a curse of L it's ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you'll get into this. So maybe I'm, I'm getting ahead of the podcast here, but so if you proceed and you do the first loop, you do the loop once, and you go yes. back, do you actually retrace your steps, or does the space change behind your character? Well, like, you, every time you finish a loop, you're, you can't go backwards into the okay. previous loop. So, you, so yeah, okay. you're at that same starting point that you can't go back. Exactly, okay. yeah. So And then the loop, uh, as you move forward, will always change. Sometimes you have to go back and forth within the L itself, but you okay. can't go into the previous L. The previous L. So the only yeah. way forward is 90 degrees to the right. Is what you're saying? Yeah, gotcha. And if you were to link them all together in in some sort of like superimposed map, it would be uh, it would look like a downward spiral with all these L's connected because there's always a staircase down right before you go into the next one. Okay. okay. So, so this is it. Kind of also represents the 
the endless loops of a downward spiral of this person's mind after maybe killing their family or whatever happened in this place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was designed to take players about a week to complete because uh, Kojima made the puzzles actually like overly hard. Like that, they, sound, they, that sounds like Kojima to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wanted people to like sit and stew in every single loop and kind of really get to know every part and feel uneasy, but gamers are gamers. So a few people beat it in a few hours after it's when released. people aren't having fun, they'll realize what a genius I am. Quote <laughs> yeah. <video>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the scariest part is the atmosphere more so than the gore gameplay. Uh, the setting of a suburban home was chosen to feel to to feel closer to home. Like this could be you. Yeah, so, something I really love about uh, good horror is uh, is pacing. You get this at the beginning of Half Life as well, which isn't horror, but it's you know you do half an hour of normal shit before things go crazy. So I, I do really like that stylistic choice of just like, here's a thing, but it's like slightly askew, it, and that yeah. really conveys unease really well. And it's yeah. easier in games, I think, than in movies, because you're in control. Yeah, like the, the sound in this game, like all you can hear is there's one window where it's constantly raining. So if there's no sound effects going on, you have the trickle of rain. Uh, there's a radio that's a common theme, and there's two different voices on the radio. One seems like reality, like a news person speaking, and the other voice is a lot more sinister and kind of seems like it leads you into jump scares and stuff like that. And the radio seems to be part of what drives the main character mad. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. What a scathing commentary on the mainstream media these days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> this game's full of that where like Kojima's like making a commentary on how the real world is. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm. 13 and this is deep or whatever he says, <laughs> he says that out loud a lot and i have not once believed him <laughs> a single time like guest stranding he's just like yeah it's really about the trump presidency i'm like you're a fedex guy and you throw your blood at ink ghosts what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> norman Reedus slams four monsters and then throws his pee at, mo at, at like monster energies and then throws his pee at ghosts and you're like, yeah this, this is about the white house i'm like man you don't know a fucking thing <laughs> so if donald trump threw his pee at ghosts i'd believe it i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it came out yeah. that he had as poorly received as uh norman Reedus and the flying fetus or whatever it was yeah, <laughs> that this PT was actually really well received, and even though there's that Kojima flair of of things seeming they're just vague, and vague equals deep to him. Uh, yeah. it's still yeah. quite good. I mean, so vague vague equals deep to people who the people who consume it, like the consumers, right? Because if it's vague, you can do whatever you want, whatever mental gymnastics you want, are really easy to do with this like very bare bones structure, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in going into like really in depth of like some of the crazy theories that they have about this, uh, a YouTube channel called The Great Debate, spelt great like uh, G R A T E, they are really into Silent Hill and they go a deep, deep, deep dive into this. Uh, for this episode, I based everything off of stuff where we have a little bit of proof, where we're not kind of really making leaps. But if you're interested, not, not just writing our own narrative based on the <laughs> little bit of exposition we got out of a demo. Yeah. <laughs> but there is some uh we will make a, a few leaps just because it is so vague we can't just say that what if i could say okay yeah a guy walked in a circle 10 times and the radio was on and that happened but yeah. 
we 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 can make some leaps. Is this canonically the Stanley Parable universe, or <laughs> <laughs> there's a yellow line in the hallway that you're just following the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I, it was really good, well done though that they use the same setting over and over again, and it completely changes a little bit at a time. It, it really added to the unease. But it's a very it's cool a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And PT centered on an unnamed protagonist who awakens in a concrete lined room and opens the door to a haunted corridor that loops. Like we said, uh, the corridor has a picture of husband and wife. Uh, we're going to guess or assume that we play as the husband or at least are seeing the world through the eyes of the husband as we're descending into this horror. Okay. Okay. Silent Hill, generally speaking, at least the first few I know are, um, about protagonists being haunted by either their cruelty or their trauma. So if you played as the father in PT, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Although haunted right. by your trauma. What if your trauma was being murdered? Hmm? Oh, yeah. yeah haunting so- your own house. Like- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to meet some ghosts and some like unknown characters who are probably the ones who died. Uh, first of which is a ghost named Lisa. All signs point to her being your wife that you shot in the stomach while she was pregnant. Um, she is a bullet hole in her stomach. Yeah, she has a bloody. She's a ghost character with abnormally long legs. Like her, her waist ends where your nipples would start. Okay. And yeah, and she has a high heel on one foot. She has short black hair. She's missing an eye that was gouged out. She wears a long bloody dress, and the blood's concentrated around her large pregnant stomach, probably. Oh, this makes sense because the husband always used to say to his wife, hey, babe, do those legs go all the way up? (laughs) Now he's haunted by his deformed ghost wife. (laughs) Go all the way up. Uh, I don't. I looked her up. I don't like the look of her. I will say no. Yeah, it sucks. You want to drop that in chat so I can see that as well? Yeah. So she's actually looks like what's called a yude, which is Japanese. I'm probably fucking up the the way to say it, but it's Japanese for ghost. How is that written? Yes, uh, and I don't know how it's written, dude. <laughs> how, I, I can't read Japanese. Well, no, you're you're reading it. Is it like Y U D E? I wrote it phonetically because oh, I was I listening to uh, to the thing. But okay, uh, how would how would you spell it? Japanese characters it's, only, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's Y U with like uh, the lo- the Straight a line over it, mm-hmm. and then R A I, I think. But I wrote it Y O O R R R A. After way. Okay, Anyways, probably, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it's uh, traditionally women ghosts. Uh, whenever you like, you could dress up as a yurei for Halloween, and you would be a woman with like a long white clothes with limp arms and black hair. That's so, like, like um, traditional San- ghost Sansara from The Ring. Right? Yeah, sort yeah. of like that. Yeah, yeah, very much like that. Yeah. So the first time you pass through the hallway loop, uh, you just it. It looks kind of like a normal home at this point, and a radio is on the on the sill, and it, it's saying, it's talking about the familicide, the thing that I just talked about uh, mm-hmm. before the quote. Is that the word for killing your family? Yep. Yes. Would be right. Huh. Familicide, uh, killing your father's patricide, matricide's yeah, killing that. your mother. You have selected regicide. If you know the name yeah, of the king the or name. queen being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, we can guess that you are the person who shot the wife. Um, they, it's not; it's never confirmed. But why else would they tell us the story if it wasn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the radio seems to have two sides. Like I said, a neutral caster that's um, kind of just sounds like a news guy. And then a more threatening evil voice. Like one time he's like saying, turn around, turn around, turn around. When you finally turn around, Lisa's there. and It's a jump scare. So Ooh. yeah, it's like either you're, you're listening to the real life or you're probably in this like crazy mode where the radio is telling you to kill things. Oh, and stuff is this like that. Sweet life. Is this sicko mode? Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so you do run into lisa eventually um after a few loops uh you at one point the bathroom is closed the whole time but then it's open like just a tiny bit and you move up close to check in and you see lisa's face and the door slams in your face really ah. quick yeah it's spooky. wow peter's super brave because we're playing this video game right now and he's not even getting scared at all <laughs> we have a twelve hundred dollar ps4 on location at lord boys you guys <laughs> No, Jamie said we could play the game through the podcast, is what he said at the beginning. Oh, oh, excuse so me. I've been yeah. playing along this whole time. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. So your next loop, that's the event that has to happen to open the door for the next loop. So you go down the stairs, through the door, you're back in the first room, and you go back around, and when you get to the bathroom, the door's actually open for the first time. Press square on the basement door. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, this one's the bathroom door. but And then you oh. go... You go into the bathroom, and there's just um, a flickering flashlight on the floor. You pick it up, and you look to the sink. And what's in the sink, other than Kojima's favorite thing, uh, a fetus. Okay. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's, like, bloody and, like, writhing around in the sink, and it, it's really disturbing. It sounds uh, disturbing. I would be, if that had happened to me, I would have been disturbed. If I yeah. was caught in some sort of uh, strange labyrinth that, um, you know... Uh, I, I'd be scared of two things if I was trapped in a labyrinth. One would be a minotaur, of course. Yep. The other one would be a fetus in a sink writhing. Those are the two <laughs> things. Optional third, David Bowie awakening your sexuality. Yeah. The minotaur has been I welcome him with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> the minotaur has been kicking my ass in Hades. I can't get past it. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So you find you you meet this this fetus, uh, which is probably uh your unborn child that was your wife was pregnant with or baby, what you think so far maybe norman Reedus. yeah oh yeah yeah it, it's kind of <laughs> gross also uh when i was looking this up familicide uh was from the video i was watching was called the most common uh type of mass murder which i'm not sure it is anymore but apparently that's, that's kojima's uh like trying to make it like based on true events type thing where this could happen to you you someone I'm, might kill your whole family I mean, I'm I guess. sure it still is yeah i mean you spend most of your time with your family if you're gonna snap and kill a bunch of people i would assume it would just be the people in the room with you right yeah yeah I from would, a really pragmatic standpoint yeah, i think yeah. killing <laughs> family is the most efficient way to do things how's quarantine <laughs> going pete <laughs> oh, <fine. laughs> living alone now you know how it is uh, now yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Finally, it's quiet. Yeah. It's on the radio. <laughs> so after you see the fetus, you are locked in the in the room, and you have to like really just look at the fetus for a while before he lets you out of there. Does he give you a key or something fucked up like that? Does it get gamey? It just opens after a while. Like everything is like you have to witness an event, then a door opens for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can only move and zoom in in this game. Like that's your two controls. There's there's yeah. nothing else you can do. It's a very, like, spooky, fun house kind of design, right? Where it's... Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So You have, like, very little control other than being able to move your character, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'd said, like, um, 
there was puzzles and stuff. Is it just anytime you go to the right place, it automatically interacts? Or is it so, like a square to interact? Square to touch I, basement door, etc. I actually haven't played it because I don't have that PlayStation uh, with the, the copy on it. But mm-hmm. uh, like one of the puzzles is you have to find all the pictures. It might be you just left to look at something long enough and it'll go into your inventory. Yeah, yeah. You have to put a piece of all the pictures of of uh lisa back together because they get ripped apart or something like that uh-huh. um okay. at one point you, i think you have a camera so maybe you do have to take pictures because you have to look up in like to a corner of the room and okay but yeah, yeah. you can't do much like you don't see your arm reach out and do anything it's, okay it's okay, okay. yeah cool, cool cool yeah i think it was more of like a mood setting demo more than anything like what would kojima do with silent hill oh we'd make it even more confusing here <laughs> yeah <laughs> So you escape the ba- the hero, as they're called, I guess. You escape the bathroom. And uh, you find out that Lisa is watching <laughs> you. Uh, Lisa, a fun thing, someone hacked the game and they found out that the ghost of Lisa, your your dead wife, is always oh. directly behind you. That's no fair. matter what. Yeah, I, I actually, I didn't know what PT was, but now that you mentioned that, I'm like, I've seen that on Twitter. Like, just shots of that and me just being like, oh, that's, isn't that fun? Yeah, that's how they get her to do like weird sound effects and like weird shadow effects too. Whenever you move in the right way, you might see like a ghost, but it's just because she's always right behind you. Reflection on the glass behind you. Yeah. I like little game design tricks like that. Yeah. Uh, So it's possible to completely avoid Lisa and still beat the game. But um, in order to get certain dialogue, you have to get caught by her. Sometimes you turn around and she's there and she snaps your neck. And then you just wake up on the floor of the first room that you start in. Okay, and so there's no fail state. No, you'll, it, you're going to be on the same loop and everything. You just wake up in that first stone room. Okay. And okay. then you go back into the L's. But if you do die, uh, you get to meet someone or something. Uh, there's a bloody paper bag on a table in the back that speaks to you is it a dove um okay. it's hard to say what it is because when lisa catches you uh and you fall to the ground after your neck being snapped there's the sound of a buckle being undone and a zipper going down right. so it's theorized that she cuts something out of you and it's a piece of you or it's another version of you in the bag it's some weird kojima bullshit but okay it's donald <laughs> it's, it's donald trump's kidneys yeah it's about the white house (laughs) uh i think it's a version of you because there's the the, in the the bag yeah and i'll say why there's a quote that he says it says watch out the gap in the door it's a separate reality the only me is me are you sure the only you is you uh and it opens up the possibility of multiple timelines or versions of yourself uh why it's called silent hills with an s rather than silent hill it might be multiple realities oh. on top of each other yes um it's and also- in multiple places at the same time yeah. i don't <laughs> jolly old <laughs> the london it's <laughs> the same voice as all the audio cues you get later that give you clues um it's he said that he made it through all the way at some point whenever you talk to him and it, it seems like he got up to the final um the final clue but wasn't able to escape the room which you do eventually so i think it's a version of you that didn't quite make it out or it's i don't know that's the fail that's the fail state in the bag yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fucking weird but you get to talk to a bloody bag and it it helps you out it seems to be on your side sorry i may have missed you saying this just because i got a little distracted by the fact that it's you in the bag how large is this bag i'm imagining like a like a brown paper lunch yeah brown paper lunch yeah but it's like 
it cut out that part of your soul that was come on not Pete, you or Pete, you Pete, I don't you can act like you've never been reduced to a teacup of goo before come on come on we've all <laughs> been did, there i didn't realize, I didn't realize yeah. he put it in the game is the thing <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> too real too realistic right yeah <laughs> yeah so we're not really sure what the bag means uh there's even theories that it like knows everything about the silent hill universe like they found four notes in silent hill 2 that could be alluding to the bag which this bag might have been the thing that i don't know man i don't know yeah, I, I I was reading it and it, it really didn't make sense to me. But the these, bag, the bag these... is the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it was a tiny John Travolta when he opened it. Up. Oh yeah, uh, we got it. It was just a smaller John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> it's a copy of the Fanatic written by Fred Durst. And he's like, oh yeah. It's gonna be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the next few loops uh, feature a refrigerator or like um, one of those freezers that you have on the ground that you open from the top. And it's all, yeah, it's it's hanging from the ceiling, leaking blood with the sound of a baby crying inside of it, which is uh, unpleasant. Less symbolism there. Yeah, less than comforting. Um, you have to complete some puzzle. I didn't look up what the puzzle was uh, to enter the next loop, but the refrigerator will be gone, and the radio's issuing a Swedish message referencing the 1938 radio drama The War of the Worlds. Okay. Okay. Uh, Orson Welles. That's that's like a communication student 101 first year project though. That's that's, that's, that's some low hanging fruit there, Kojima. Yeah. So possessions a theme in Silent Hill and PT. Uh, so maybe the killings were due to like Martian influence. Uh, there's like the story is way too open ended to know for sure. Uh, one of the murders heard on the radio mentions the father was sound, uh, found sitting in his car listening to the radio after killing his family, presumably you. Uh, and the radio seems to be consistent in all the murders. Uh, I also. There's Swedish at one point, and there's like a theory that there's Swedish ghosts on the radio who are actually aliens saying that you can become us one day. Uh, hey, I barely can, touch that. You can become us one day, eh? How does that sound, friend? Hmm? <laughs> Want to become a space alien with us? <laughs> the two dots over the O's and boo would be like, oh, oh. <laughs> There's like a refrigerator hanging, dripping blood with a baby crying in that voice at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you right out of it. <laughs> Swedish babies cry with accents. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, fish everywhere. I knew it was the fucking Swedes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about some Swedish bald for you? Hmm? <laughs> You're nothing but skin and bones, just like me, Skellington. <laughs> 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 I'll hate you, Daddy, or hate your family. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, uh, Walrus is is the culprit. He killed his family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the next loop, uh, all of the lights that were normally just like the lights that I have in my room, like the I don't know, iridescent. What do you call those? Fluorescent. Not flu- fluorescent. Fluorescent. Yeah. What's iridescent mean? The opposite of fluorescent, I think. No, that's incandescent. Iridescent. Oh, iridescent is like multicolored. Iridescent is like multicolored, uh, like uh, gas and water. Okay. Okay. Or, or like uh, mother of pearl, I think. Ah, uh, the okay. inside of an oyster shell. Mm-hmm. So the lights that you would like the normal light bulbs you'd picture in a suburban home, except they are now turned red and scary. Well, are they the energy efficient ones at least the little coils <laughs> yes of course red is yeah. red i think we can all agree that red is the scariest color yeah when i see red i'm like ah 
I'm unsettled by your tank top right now, actually. Well, of course, it's the energy. <laughs> it's energy efficient, dude. He wanted to kill his family, not the planet. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. man. Okay, he's okay. not. He's not all bad, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he I want to make a better future for my kids, so I can murder them later. Yeah. <laughs> Go green. Uh, so your vision blurs on this go through. Everything's red, and your character is moving at like 1.5 times speed. So it's really unsettling. All of a sudden, they change like the way you move, like uh, the way everything looks. Yeah. And the door leading to the staircase is actually open. And every time you go through, it's just leading back to the same loop. So maybe you can go backwards in this one. I haven't actually played the game to see it. Okay. But it feels a lot more open that you're just stuck in the same loop and it's open this time. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of the paintings too. There's been paintings all over with like upside down tunnels and pictures of their family and stuff. They're all replaced by eyeballs that are like moving around stuff like yeah. this yeah yuck i hate eyeballs personally least favorite yeah. part of the cow <laughs> <laughs> uh this is probably a clue because the next the way to progress now is you have to look through a peephole there's a hole going through to the bathroom or to where the shower is to outside in the hallway okay. uh creeper house i like it yeah and earlier you saw like roaches crawl up and go through it but now uh there's no roaches and you have to look through it and it's not red in there. It's you could just see uh, your bathroom, like normal, uh, normal fluorescent lighting. And you hear a radio saying, now is the time. Do it. Do it. Do it. And you don't see in the bathtub, but someone gets murdered in the bathtub. You hear uh, screaming and the sound of shink of like the knife biting bone. It's, it's really gruesome. Damn. Yeah. It's probably yeah. one of the other familicides. Because it wasn't a shot to the stomach that killed this woman. It was definitely a knife. As you can hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Knife. A harpoon gun. Oh. Did they ever specify what kind of gun? A uh, rifle. They say rifle. A harpoon rifle? Yeah, for hunting Could eels. Be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> a knife rifle? A knifle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even with the bayonet. It just shoots knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of opens it up. Is it like the weird Swedish ghosts that are causing all these familicides? Is it you, the... Uh, since the, the the bag of your guts said that it could... Like, you could be many different versions of yourself. Is it all different versions of yourself killing all the different families? Is... We don't know, but... Yeah, maybe maybe just to... one familicide across many different universes, right? Right, yeah. it could be. It could be. Loreboy's not even canon because it never got made. Maybe the point of the game was going through different versions of Silent Hill to find the timeline where you don't kill your family. Could you be. Save them from you. Could be. Perhaps. Yeah. So the sounds of the radio and the killing stop and the bathroom door opens by itself and the lights go back to normal. So as you go in, uh, you could walk right past the bathroom, but you hear speaking coming from the bathroom for the first time. Okay, I would like to walk past the bathroom, please. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very spooked, and I would like to just get on with it. <laughs> well, to get on with it, you got to go into the bathroom, and the fetus is back in the the sink. Jamie, I told you there's two things that I was most scared of in Labyrinths, and what were they again? The first one was what? a minotaur. And the other one was a fetus. Fetus in sinks. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. So I wanted to move past it. <laughs> now this fetus has an adult male's voice and is talking to you. Hey, Harry. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jeffy, how's it going? Smoking a hey, cigar and cold water on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to watch off here. Yeah, yeah. I'm still covered in placenta. 
<laughs> I was flush. I need to clean myself. I don't want to get coin. <laughs> uh, uh, he starts to speak about um, ten months earlier, uh, an unnamed person lost his job and turned to alcoholism. This is implied to be you because as you go through the loop, the first couple there's like beer cans and wine bottles and stuff like in every corner. So it's probably the father. Uh, the fetus also says that the wife worked as a part-time cashier to financially support the family because the alcoholic dad actually lost his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but her manager just liked the way she looked in a skirt. Uh, so <laughs> this is what all most of the theories think is that the manager impregnated the wife, which caused the husband and main character to murder his wife and remove the fetus and leave it in the sink. If he's already like weakened by like the loss of a job and alcoholism, infidelity would plausibly cause him to snap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what so- plausibly causes people to murder, but sure. <laughs> it, we've already established that this happened in the story. I'm just trying to find a lot of dominoes. Peter's yeah. really trying to justify something here. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> uh, another link to say that the father was the one that killed the the wife was there's. Uh, scrawlings above the door on one of the loops that say, uh, forgive me, Lisa, there's a monster inside of me. So we can speculate okay. the main character wrote this after killing yeah. his wife. Maybe that's uh, what monster- he cut out. <laughs> the, the little talking fetus that, he, that was inside of him. Oh, it's his fetus, not <laughs> hers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from from and- when the manager boinked him, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he's either mentally ill or possessed, or possessed by Swedish ghosts. I think is the monster inside of him, or maybe it's the manager's seed. Who, who's to say? Who's to say? The manager yeah. could have been Swedish, so it could have been a combination of two of those things. Yeah, yeah. his wife. Did, did you say? Did you say his wife worked at the supermarket or the strudel shop? Hmm? Oh, yeah, Lisa. Would you like to try my Swedish meatball? <laughs> She's just a cashier, right? Yep. Who looks good in the skirt? It's the strudel shop. And it's he was like, your wife looks real good in that skirt. I bet you'd look better in it. And then... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after seeing the murder of the woman in the bathtub and talking to the fetus, then the corridor corrects itself. So it's not no longer the red endless loop. Uh, now it is just what it kind of looked like at the beginning. And the radio is uh, uttering a number two, zero, four, eight, six, three, two, zero, four, eight, six, three. And it is the, the creepy one. It's not the, the fun voice, but that's not uh, the number that they, he got like from the quote at the beginning, that wasn't the same number, right? No, no, but this is, it could have been actually, because it, it just said he was uttering a number dates before the murder. So it could have been that one. Oh, okay. This is in Sweden. The relevance of this number is Kojima likes to make references to real world things. And after World War II, this is a real thing that happened. Um, there's things called number stations that started to appear on radio frequencies. Okay. And there were just like random frequencies would just say different numbers over and over again in succession. And they're theorized to be used by the government to send encrypted messages to spies, but no one really knows why they existed to this day. And I listened to a couple of them. They're really fucking creepy, dude. That sound oh, yeah. like psychological warfare on your own citizens. The American government would never do that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're the good guys, Jamie. Be more realistic. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy as hell. Um, so, so maybe there's like an added wrinkle that like this guy is like ex-military 
Um, Could be. Potentially. And he was what? 204863? Yeah. Oh, wait. This guy's Solid Snake. Oh, oh shit. So the number corresponds to a puzzle later. So I wouldn't look. I see both of you guys Googling. I wouldn't look too far for the, the relevance of the number. It, but maybe there's another relevance, but it actually corresponds to a name uh, that you have to find in one of the puzzles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kojima likes to make references to real world events. So that's where that comes from. And uh, when the games, after you get to this point with the 204863 and you have to solve a puzzle, it kind of sends your character crazy and your, your vision starts to blur and then the game crashes, but it's a, it's supposed to crash. Ah, uh, and that was the on purpose. And there's an error message that says, this is just a game. It can't hurt you. Um, also the same thing he said to his daughter bef- to lure her out before shooting her point oh, blank in the game. chest. Yeah. So we're like the daughter there. We get shot point blank in the chest later. Well, okay. The error message had reassured me, Jamie, but now you're creeping me out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it told me it was just a game. And now you're saying that the game is actually murder. That's not yes. a game at all. <laughs> at PlayStation support. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the game restarts and you boot it up and it, you awaken in the same concrete lined room and you go into the final loop. So you're supposed to crash and this is the only way you can get to the end of the game. I uh, do want to shout out uh, Eternal Darkness on the GameCube for fucking with your console and your TV a lot. And they did this very <laughs> quickly in Batman as well. I, It's such a cheap trick. Honestly, <laughs> I, but I love it. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah, yeah. Like like fake tech support problems. It's just like, oh no, <laughs> it's such <laughs> real world fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real world anxiety, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I paid I paid two thousand dollars for this game, and it's gonna crash my fucking PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Undertale did a couple of things with that too on the Switch only version. Like it really okay. integrated the the Switch. Um, like the touchscreen in ways that it didn't use the touchscreen at all and then would just throw it in all mm. out of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, it's fun when they, they can do that well. Uh, yeah, so you you finally go back one time through again. You have a flashlight and uh, the phone rings after you figure out the puzzle. The name uh, that corresponds to 204863 is actually... Jareth, J-A-R-I-T-H. Okay. Uh, Not a name, I'd argue, but... It is a name, and it's apparently... It theorized to be... This is like, again, fan theories on fan theories, but it's the son, the 10-year-old son that was killed by the father that we haven't mentioned since the first radio broadcast. Right. Uh, That's supposed to be him. And whenever you answer the phone, uh, after the third baby cry and finishing all these things... Uh, it says you've been chosen, and you hear the door unlock, and you can leave the building finally. You've won a cruise over the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the final cutscene of voice remarks about so this this voice in the final cutscene, no one knows who it is, but they think it's Jareth talking from the side of the dead because anyone who's dead has radio static in their voice, and as he's speaking, the static slowly goes away, which means he's bridging the 
distance between the dead world and the alive world, which is okay. why they call it Silent Hills, because there's the Silent Hill dead version and alive version is what they're guessing the direction of the game they're going to go with. Okay. Or it's going to be multiple universes, or we're not sure. And we'll never find out. So that's fun. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's the it's the son, and he's just, like, making fun of the father's... Um, like killing he's like my dad woke up every day he ate the same food he played the same games and he killed us unremarkably too <laughs> like he's just <laughs> yeah damn yeah um but he says also that he's going to return and with his new toys so the new toys are some way to bridge the dead world and the alive world and we are guessing that the sun is going to be the main antagonist for the silent hills game oh cool I yeah. went to hell and I found a knife rifle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also the way that the voice addresses you, he's not addressing you directly. He's talking about his father in the third person after you escape. Uh, and once you escape, it shows that you were Norman Reedus the whole time. Oh, good. Yeah. And you're but- just delivering a pack another day delivering packages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to say that so you might have been Norman Reedus uh, who killed their family. You might have been Norman Reedus who lived through the eyes of someone killing their family and only once escaping got to know who the son was who will be the enemy in Silent Hills. Uh, the bag saying, uh, watch out the gap at the door. It's a separate reality. The only me is me. Are you sure the only you is you? Uh, means that it could be not Norman Reedus who did these things, but just experienced the Silent Hill PT thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like reality norman reedus if it under the assumption maybe he's the guy who did it he could be the version of him that didn't kill his family yeah it, that could be it too like it's kojima so who the fuck knows yeah <laughs> I love it. like failed and then kojima i guess was just like well that kind of psychological horror game thing didn't pan out guillermo del toro and norman reedus but i do have this mailman thing that i've had on the back burner for a while <laughs> yeah. and he's just like whatever man i'm under contract <laughs> yeah so the final scene is just um, Norman Reedus walking away in a leather jacket. You know that you were Norman Reedus um, in the actual uh, circuit of going through this thing over and over again because there's a mirror where you can see you're wearing the same jacket. And whenever you wake up the first time, uh, you can see there's a similar collar on the jacket to the final cutscene. So okay. Norman Reedus experienced it. We don't know if it was actually his wrongdoing in the first place. Somebody should ask him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the actual man. Yeah. How the <laughs> Did you do you see your jacket in a mirror and not your face? Uh, because it's all scratched out, so you can only see underneath. Uh, like you don't have a you don't like have a crouch button or anything, so you can only oh, see. Yeah. yeah, like how you can only see uh, Link from the Legend of Zelda. You can only see his leather jacket when you look <laughs> into a mirror because you can't. Yeah. You, there's no jump button to see higher than that. Right, right, right. Okay. If you're looking for more confirmations on how this stuff went, like uh, Kojima likes to hide things in other games, so there might be more information on PT out there that people haven't figured out. In, Maybe in Death Stranding. Yeah, in what's it called? Uh, Solid Snake 5 or whatever, Mario Go Solid 5. Uh, there's actually a decoy you can throw, and it'll show Lisa. And Kojima oh, yeah. actually <laughs> called her Lisa, so that's how we know for sure Lisa in PT is named Lisa. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of like it's a lot of other games too that helped us fill in the gaps for this so funnily uh, enough uh that, that's like a link between because you were talking about labyrinth and i talked about david bowie i think yeah. there's a bunch of david bowie music in mgs5 
That's fall I played like two hours of cutscenes and gave up on the game, so I'm not sure. But <laughs> yeah, uh, PT is really cool if you can play it uh, and you like horror games. I think it's definitely a good experience. It's if you look up top ten horror games, it makes pretty much every single list out there. It's really really good, even though it's just a demo. And that's it for PT, guys. Very wow, good. very spooky. I'm spooked. I peed myself, and I'm sweating a lot. <laughs> there was an article uh, that I was reading about it, and it called it "pants shittingly scary." Oh, good. Well, I oh, didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that scared. Just pee. Okay. Pants peeingly scary <laughs> for me. Listen, uh, I'm reading video game blog. Could you try not to editorialize too too much? It's just like, <laughs> fine. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, uh, leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. Uh, I've yeah. been your uh, secondary host. I'm going to take the second spot here, Pete. Uh, I'm at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter, so feel free to look me up there. Uh, Pete, number three, where can we find you? Bronze Metal Host uh, <laughs> at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram and uh, at Loreboys.com as well. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find me, come find me on the Discord, loreboys.com slash about. I am on the Discord all the time. I play games with you guys. I chat with you guys. I Sometimes I'll just do a webcam of, of just my big old butt. Just a big old butt. Yeah. That's not true. Don't, don't, come, don't come looking for gold because you won't find it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Pete, I was you thinking ha- of slash about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, sorry. <laughs> it's like, don't toss it to me. I've already got the ball. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm standing there with nothing in my hand trying to throw, and you're standing yeah. there with the ball. Like, I got, dude, I got it. It's good. <laughs> We're professional uh, hosts here. <laughs> Very well organized. Um, uh, all of the important links are at uh, loreboys.com slash about, including the uh, T public link to our merch store. Uh, and starting today, October 14th, 2020, uh, there's a site-wide sale on all the merch, including ours. So if you want some of our merch, you want to recommend some merch, you want to just browse the site for other merch, and you have the means to do so, please check out the site. Uh, and, oh, it really supports us a lot. It's really cool to sell stickers and phone cases and shirts and shit. Um, another fun thing you can do is email us. Uh, it's contact at loreboys.com or loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Um, like this guy did here. Uh, so we're going to read this email here and we'll read it on air. Uh, if you don't want it read on air, please say so. Cause the default is we're going to air your dirty laundry, whatever you want it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he says, Hey, lore boys. And I love the little, um, uh, the rivalry he creates here. Uh, very, very. <laughs> so this guy's name is Eric. Um, he says, Hey, Lord Boys, I'm going to pull a super fan Steve and apologize in advance if this runs <laughs> a lot. Uh, I love this. Uh, there's a wonderful man down in New Jersey named Steven who emails us all the time but is feels guilty about it. So <laughs> that's a deep cut. Uh, yeah, yeah, that Catholic guilt really getting to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, So he continues, I've officially listened to every one of your podcasts, and I wanted to say thanks and congratulations on the success and the great content you guys deliver. You're a brave man for venturing back to Mike territory. (laughs) I haven't even listened to all of them, and I'm at some of them, most of them. (laughs) I I still have never listened to your speedrunning episode, James, when I wasn't on it. Like, (laughs) definitely have never listened to that episode. (laughs) um anyway he continues um i listen to podcasts for eight hours a day at work and the lore boys podcast is the best around damn nice better than come town really yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um i find myself laughing out loud with regularity and especially during quarantine the podcast has been such a a great source of entertainment and a distraction from real life uh we aims to please 
Um, I also want to thank you for some of the game recommendations. So this is one of my favorite parts here. Uh, I love when people like listen to the things that we love because he's taken suggestions from all of us. Uh, since listening to your podcast, I have started Stardew Valley. Boom. Prey. Big boom. Monster Hunter World. That's going to be a Jamie and I combo boom. And XCOM, among others. And I've loved all of them, albeit for very different reasons. Yeah, very, some of them are very different games, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> I love XCOM for the farming, but it's alien. Yeah. I, uh... Dude, I tried to pick this fucking watermelon. It said 85% and it blew up in my fucking hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> XCOM, baby. Uh, yeah. uh. I had a few things I thought of, of to recommend uh, to you all. Uh, to you all for future episodes excuse me as far as video games more witcher lore would always be awesome sure um i love the first episode you did on witcher uh and it would be cool to hear more about Geralt specifically and maybe about the history of witchers themselves which is honestly a fantastic idea mm-hmm. uh the uncharted series is pretty rich sto- uh, rich with story and would be cool to hear about assassin's creed lore as well uh at least up until ubisoft murdered the series that's like a different threshold for everybody so i don't know <laughs> the fuck do we stop i'm gonna say two <laughs> i like four a lot four was good but three was not so much for me so not so much yeah. no you're right <laughs> I'm, I'm a two man uh, yeah two's a master yeah. uh where are we here uh i also thought of some pure sci-fi nerd standpoint you guys might like looking into the star trek universe lore and after hearing the that. divine comedy series i thought I'd, i i got the idea to suggest homer's odyssey to you for maybe a series of episodes peter's greek so he might enjoy that lol. That, that would be really cool though i'd be really down for those episodes yeah. for the odyssey yeah i'd like to i'd like to be a listener on that one i think i want to learn about it more than research it myself but it sounds like <laughs> yeah. fun. Uh, if you'd like some more uh high school level educational episodes you somebody else let us know because we'll <laughs> what a, one of the best tweets i've ever seen was uh a crewmate like crewmate saying what's so what's an odyssey uh hey odysseus what's an odyssey and then odysseus saying oh it's the name of a long adventure where only one person returns alive crewmate what <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god i would offer my help at researching those ideas but you guys are the professionals so feel free to tell me to fuck off that is not the first time someone has almost written that exact sentence <laughs> i mean honestly you guys should feel free to tell us to fuck off whatever you want like yeah exactly yeah, i've probably gone on pretty long at this point so i'll save the rest for future emails if you guys want them of course uh it's unfortunate i don't have a cool nickname like steve from jersey he's actually superman's dumb friend yeah. or a sex boom named after me like the dutch peter which that is uh, maybe you guys can think of one the dutch, so the dutch eric Daniel. just doesn't have the same ring right yeah what's the name eric oh. eric eric with a k um oh that's a says, great nickname peter Eric, Eric with a K. K. <laughs> there you go, dude. Live yeah. on. K is for kill your whole family. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. We're not the radio. Don't do that. Don't. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so bye for now from Ontario. Hope you guys are doing well over there in French Canada. Yeah. Canadian Eric. It's Eric with a K. Actually, say, right. say hi to yeah. say hi to Marineland for us. <laughs> yeah, I miss it. In Ontario, they spell Canada with a K too. I think that is true. Yeah, that is. I'm from there, so that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So wonderful email. Love it. Uh, Loreboyspodcast at gmail dot com. If you guys want to join, Eric with a K, Dutch Peter, and Superman's dumb friend, among others, uh, in their ascension to godhood. Uh, <laughs> um. 
yeah, thanks so much for reading that, Pete. Uh, thanks so much for the email, Eric, uh, with a K. We, we do really love to hear from you guys. Um, we, we don't get so many emails that we can't afford to just read them all on air, so we love to read and, and laugh with you guys. It feels like you're here on the show with us. Um, yeah. If you want to uh, continue to support the show, uh, like I said earlier, leaving a review is probably your best way to do it. It just helps us get in touch with more people like you because uh, we're more likely to be seen. Uh, if you want to help the show with your wallet, uh, Teespring is an option, like Peter said, uh, loreboys.com slash about. You'll find the links there. Also on loreboys.com slash about, you'll find links to our Patreon. We do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys. We have a bunch of tiers. We're thinking about uh, reworking them a bit because we feel like we're not delivering to you guys the way that we want to be necessarily. Uh, so if you feel like... Uh, you want something from us and we just haven't followed up it's probably because we're uh poorly organized individuals and not because we don't (laughs) want to do these things for you uh so feel free to poke us call us assholes whatever whatever it might take um but if you want to if you want to support the show there there's a couple tiers there loreboys.com slash the loreboys uh and and we'll do pretty much anything you ask for if you just go to the discord and ask us to do it uh if if you got that that patreon flair now, if you, oh, don't, yeah. if you don't trust Patreon, if you don't trust our tier system and don't believe we'll deliver on those results, one thing that we always deliver on, it's probably the reason why the Patreon slips so much is because we spend so much time, I don't know, filling bathtubs with caramel and shit for <laughs> Lower Boys Premium. <laughs> uh, but we do offer an independent service called the Lower Boys Premium where we uh, do uh, silly things for in exchange for your support. So this week, we have, a, of course, extracted our own talking baby fetuses from our body that were given to us by our managers at work uh, or spouses work but none of us have a spouse. Uh, so we had to get our own managers to give them to us. It was, it's always a very awkward discussion with your manager when you're like, hey, uh, I don't have a wife. Could you please impregnate me with a fetus? It's not huh. just, you know, there's no yeah, easy yeah. way to do it. But well, when I was ringing up uh, schnitzel or whatever we were ringing up, uh, that short skirt looked real good, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie's, actually, Jamie's actually haunted by German ghosts. We didn't have the heart to tell him. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, my... So we, we've grown our little talking fetuses with the Brooklyn accents, and we've we've cut them out for you guys. And we have three available in paper bags. So uh, just just send your favorite picture to uh, loreboyspodcast uh, at gmail or contact at loreboys and we will the first three people to send us their favorite picture, we will uh, mail you guys a mystery brown bag with something bloody in it. Hey, I'm just dating you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 boy, am I glad to be out of that guy? <laughs> this paper bag's like a breath of fresh air. A fetus. And I suppose that would constitute a constitute. lower voice. Lower bones. Oh, poor bones. Oh, fuck. Lower bones. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.